Welcome to the Never Stop Getting It podcast, where we take your mind out of reality and have a little fun with life. Here's your hosts, Steve Giroux, Scott Bailey, and John Osimo. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the next installment of Never Stop Getting a Podcast. Another special day, another guest. But before we get into it, John, how you doing today? I couldn't be any better. Today is a gorgeous day here. We're at a golf tournament, and we're doing a podcast, and uh, we're going to have a very special guest on right now. And uh, I'd, I'd like to introduce our special guest, Raf Cardenas. He's a lifelong great friend. We went to high school together. Uh, we, we reconnected when our daughters were in the Girl Scouts. Uh, we've been friends for a very long time. He's a comedian. He owns his uh, own comedian production company, RAF Comedian Productions, which is about to change very shortly. And we can get into it with him. But welcome, RAF. Great to have you on the show. Hey, guys. Great to have you. Great to be here. All right. So before we dive into podcast, we're going to do our shot. Let's do it. Here we go. To a great day. To a great day. Oh, that's good. That's great. And uh, and Raf is here today to help with the production of the golf tournament. Uh, for the last several years, he's he's the one who's been producing uh, the the show, so to speak. I mean, this is a unique tournament. It's for Autism Speaks. All the, the proceeds go to Autism Speaks. Aside from it just being a, a great day and, and having so much fun with, with a, a bunch of buddies, it's for a great cause. And my brother does something very unique at his golf tournaments, and, and he's been doing it for quite some time, and that's to have a comedian at the end of the tournament uh, do a show. And, and we uh, partnered with Raf for, for several years now. And Raf, you can so, certainly jump in here and just tell us how you got into the whole scene here as a comedian and producing comedian shows. All right. Well, it started back in about 2012, and uh, I started doing some stand-up out in Boston. Did that for a while, and then uh, as I made more connections, I decided, you know what, let's 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 put some shows together. You know, I had my own unique vision of how they should go, and um, I thought I wanted to do it a little differently. So I uh, I started booking and producing uh, stand-up comedy shows, different venues around the area. Um, I think one of my first bigger shows I had at Lenny Clark. Christine Hurley, you know, uh, all in one lineup, and that was an amazing, amazing night. That's a big one. Yeah, it was great, and uh, Lenny's a great guy. I've booked him at least a dozen times over the years, and uh, he's always a lot of fun. He was our guest last year, wasn't yes, he? Yes, he was. Lenny, Lenny was the comedian for the last year's uh, uh, tournament uh, show. Actually, I remember that show back in Southbridge there where you had yeah. Lenny Clark headlining Christine Hurley. Yeah, Mark, uh, Mark Riley. Mark Riley, and, yeah. and he's going to be here today. Yeah. So thank you for, for getting him to uh, participate in, oh, you're in, in in today's golf tournament. And so that must have been just um, like a lifelong dream almost come true for you. I mean, it's something. I mean, you are always a funny guy, believe me. I, and But to put that into action and to take the step. I mean, what, what made you decide, like, I'm going to take this step, get on stage and, and try and be a comedian here? And, and what brought you into the field? Uh, actually, my son was taking uh, acting classes at Boston Casting uh, out in Boston. And one, you know, it was always a, like a weekend workshop. One day while I was waiting for him to get done with his, his class, I saw on the board they had posted there was a, uh, a gentleman, Patrick Collins, that was going to be doing a, uh, like a workshop for stand-up comedy. 
So I signed up and uh, I loved it. We had a great group of guys. We met every week out in Boston and uh, Patrick showed us how to break it down and and really do, you know, because telling a story, a funny story is different than getting on stage. You're going to be Oh my God. You lose the audience fast. So Patrick was amazing. He showed me how to break it down and and uh, bring in all the funny premises, but yet, you know, not bore people. So, Well, I, I remember your show when I saw it the first time back in Southbridge. And uh, frankly, you know, you know, you, you were you were a little X-rated. I mean, you know, to some degree, <laughs> it was it was funny as shit. Believe me, a little vulgar. But what you know, how do you get your material? Do you just sort of in the shower? You're thinking about it yeah. you're driving down the road. And, and 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 when do you sort of get to that sort of vulgar, not so vulgar PG-13 versus R versus, you know, well, X-rated stuff? It depends on your audience. A lot of my shows, I would always promote them as 21 plus. I mean that's better for the yeah. venue because right. you know, carding and the whole yeah, the, yeah I was going to say food right, and right, like right. That. so you know you got a twenty one plus audience you can kind of really let it loose and you you read the room right and I did a show Mark Riley said hey you want to do a show we're out in Hanson and I had my set you know that was pretty set it was pretty vulgar right didn't tell me what was going on we get there and there was about well maybe eighty five people in the audience it was, a, it was some kind of show but they were all like, mostly elderly. <laughs> Imagine that you're like you got your you got your set all so, down, right? You're, well, you're practicing it on the way over there. That must have been hilarious. You look out and all you see is blue hair. Oh my god! Well, it was worse. I got there early and it's I'm like an ocean. Yeah, and I'm standing there <laughs> and I'm watching these people get out of their cars and come into the venue and then one by one. And I'm like, this can't be. This cannot be what's going on. So when Mark got there, I pulled him aside. I said, Hey, uh, you know my set. You see what's going? He goes, Don't worry about it. He goes, You'd be surprised. The elderly love that vulgar stuff more than you think. Well, guess what? They laugh their their, their asses off. Oh my great. god! Yeah, that. So that was a, yeah. a good way to kind of get thrown in there and and it's do or die, you know. So like we're gonna die anyway. You might as well enjoy it. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. I, I think that's the stigma that goes along with uh, as you age. You know, you you really kind of elderly. You're getting old, and it's like, you know, all you're doing is sitting there watching TV. You don't yeah. care about sex anymore. You're not, you know, you don't care yeah. about all that X-rated stuff, R right. stuff, whatever. No, that's not true. Especially uh, nowadays, it's like people are living longer. They're they're enjoying things much longer. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole point of diversity is to understand that. Yeah, that's just you know that that's the way. Pe- that's a stigma out there. And a stereotype that you shouldn't have when it comes to the elderly. And that's a funny story, right. though, stepping out and still being able to do it and, and yeah. pull it off. They were great. They were a great audience. I, I mean, it depends on what you're saying as well. I mean, you can get up there and be vulgar and just be classless, and nobody wants to hear that. Did, it, right. did anybody but, heckle you? Nope. Nobody <laughs> heckled me. And um, I just, like I said, it was a great a great set. And I, when I got off stage, I was shocked at how, how receptive they were. So that was a cool yeah. thing. That was a cool experience. Oh, that's funny. Any, yeah. any, any other sort of funny stories? Because I'm sure you've had a few with regard to uh, just the comedian scene or just getting out at shows, all the different folks that you worked with. We, we named just a few. Any other sort of funny stories that come with uh, you know producing some shows, meeting some other comedians that come up to Boston? I mean, Boston's a pretty good scene for, for comedy, but you know, there's, I'm sure a lot of people come in from, from all over the country, and you've probably met uh, quite a few people. Oh, yeah. I've in met the scene. some really great comedians over the, over the years and stuff. Um, but as far as funny stories, I mean, me doing stand-up, some of the scenarios I was in were, were funny. But when you come to producing, yeah, you just—I mean, there's some funny things that happen. But yeah, it's yeah, pretty, no cold cut and dry the way you do it. And uh, yeah, and uh, you know, I've always done great shows. But um, I did a show down the Cape one time when I was first starting out, and this is an example. I don't know. You can never tell one. You can do a, a set, do two two shows in one evening, and and the first audience will laugh and love it and then you go do another use the same set on another audience and you get and you get nothing so it depends on the audience yeah Yeah, so i did a show down the cape and i used some of my you know 
masturbation material and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got yeah. a little bit of crickets, and you look out in the audience, and you're getting scoured looking. <laughs> hey, like, what are you, what are you so talking about? So you got to change it? No, you don't change spot? it. You stick with it. But the, but the funny part about that is is when you look off to the side, and you see your, your fellow comedians, and they're laughing. <laughs> they're rolling with laughter because <laughs> they know you're tanking. <laughs> and for us, that's the funny that, part. When, yeah. when, you, when, you, yeah. when you see enough stand-up comedy, you book enough comedians, it's always fun. Right. But as a producer, you see so many comedians. You book so many of them, and it's always great. It's great to watch, but a lot of times you're busy and you don't even get to see their set. But for us, for the comedians, the the, the best part is when you're up there and you're watching one of your compadres just tank. And that's, <laughs> that's classic. Oh, I've seen Mark that's Riley great. laugh hard, and, and I laugh more at Mark laughing at the guy on stage that was just bombing. Yeah. And that and that's and you have to. If you don't bomb once in a while, you'll never get better. You know? Right. And right. It, it sucks. Oh yeah. It's it, yeah. It's like anything else in life, right? You got to go through some adversity that's to grow. It. And uh, you know, then you'll pick yourself up, and you'll be better for it. That's right? it. I and thought I thought you were going to say, you know, your comedian friends were laughing with you because they realize how good it is, and nobody else does. No, but no, no. Again, they hear you said <laughs> enough bomb. times; it's like a sing along to them. But they're laughing at at the audience not laughing, and because they just love that you're up there bombing. Because right. we all do it. And I guess there's a silver lining to everything. And, and for this one, that's knowing that your friends are laughing their asses yeah, off on the side of the stage because they know you're just tanking. And that's, and, and that, that's part of that's it. That's great. And I, and I know you went from comedian to producing shows, the comedy shows, and now you're gonna about to switch here in, in the coming months. So why don't you talk about what's going to happen with your company? Well, I... I've been booking stand-up comedy shows for, for the, a while, years now, and, I, and it's always a great time. But then I said, you know what, I, let's, let's incorporate a musical guest. So I started doing that about a year ago, and it was a big hit. Uh, you get a, a good band come in, and they play for uh, 45 minutes or so before the comedy starts, gets the crowd into it, gets everybody in that listening mode. Um, so I decided to do that, and, I, and there's not anybody else that I've ever seen that's been doing that you know, on, this, on, the, on the, you know, the stage that we're on. So... Um, I liked it, and then I started getting, you know, into really booking different bands. So then I decided, you know what, I want to start booking bands and, right. and doing right. concerts as well. So well, it's the same thing, right? You're you're booking a show. It's a, it's it's a entertainment at that point. Yeah. So you're branching out and you're broadening yeah. what you do instead of just being very uh, specific with comedy. Now it it's all entertainment, including music, etc. Sure, right? sure. I mean, I did enough shows where even when I started doing stand up, and you know, it's a great even the great clubs, and they announce you, everybody kind of claps, but that's it. I figured there should be a little more, so I started incorporating uh, each comedian having a uh, like an intro song, and that just gets the audience pumped oh, up. That's and, true, yeah. and a lot of my the comedians I've booked have said, you know, some of these small clubs that I do these shows at, it feels like you're at the garden because right. the music's cranking as you're coming onto the stage, and the right. people are cheering, and they and they always yep. think it's a really fun experience. So I, I strive to make it as fun for the comedians and, and stuff as I do the audience. Well, that's what it, you just said it right there, right? I mean, it's about fun. It's yeah. about it's about um, uh, uh, expectations of the audience and and uh, exceeding their expectations and, and and entertainment. At the end of the day, yep. we're we're all here trying to get entertained. Look, that's why we're here today. We're gonna have a great time at the yep. golf tournament, and uh, really happy that you were able to come on with us. And uh, I'm looking forward to beautiful day here. We got a we got our Bloody Marys. We did our we did our shot. And uh, that's we're gonna, only beginning. That's yeah, right. It's, it's, it's just starting out. So the, the day is is young at this point. But uh, really, really excited. I, I guess the last question I have uh, for you, Raf, is just uh, 
the, the is the comedy scene back? Because let's face it, the pandemic did a did, did crazy things around here, right? We we live in this new normal, and comedy, as far as clubs and different things, it sort of tanked there for oh, a little shut bit. Shut right down. It right, was terrible. It almost terrible. thought it wasn't going to come back. Right. No, I was figuratively banging my head against the wall for right. a year and a half. Right, I figured as much. Oh, it yeah. was horrible. I hated it, but I had a lot of time to to uh, you know regroup, and I also was a nice time to. Buy a little more equipment here and there yep, as, yep. You know, sure. as you're waiting it out to get prepared for the big yep. comeback. Re- reset yourself at that point. That's and, it. and you think that you think you're totally making a comeback at this point. Everything's going to oh, yeah. just explode, yeah, right? Yeah, right now. Yeah, right. it was a little while, like I said, but uh, it was pretty bad. And I saw a lot of my comedian friends that just had no work at all. Oh, There's that, nothing yeah. you could do. Wow. They tried doing the the online ones and that was okay and then they got it then they started doing things like um, they improvised they had like at movie theaters right they'd be on oh, stage and people would have to sit in their cars but it's just not the same as yeah. the club scene right. so they right. did what they could and they they fought hard and, and they and they tried as hard as they could to make it work but it, oh, yeah. it's not like when everything went back to normal and, and you can fill the clubs again and stuff that's just a better a better atmosphere and and uh and yeah, I think it's coming back, and I think it came back stronger because people realized what they were missing. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, def- definitely. And so. I've been to a few concerts as of late over the last six months, year, and uh, everyone's going crazy. It's like you know they have never been to a concert before, and right. it, to me, it just seems like it's a new beginning. It's and time, I, and, and yeah. I think I think this thing is going to explode. I think the entertainment world is going to explode, and I think you're going to be right there with it. So thank, thank you, you for being here. Yeah, great you're guest. Welcome. Thanks for Appreciate having. Appreciate it. It's great. So, uh, yeah. what kind of bands have you booked? Any, any oh, big uh, ones? Oh, yeah. Well, I've, I've booked um, Troy Gagne. He's an amazing blues artist. And um, I, I do a lot of work with Gracie Day and the Phantom Limit. Sure. Yep. Girl. Great, great guys. Great band. She's got an amazing voice. She's so talented. Um, I've, I've booked some excellent bands. Um, I do a lot. I've booked, um, there's a band out in our area called Lower Level. Tony Fazio and the boys. Oh, I, oh yeah, to, great, Tony's great, great guy. Yeah, I know, I know great him. guys, and, and they have a following because they play such fun music, and they're really great musicians. They're oh, talented. That's awesome. Um, and I always like to. One thing I want to say is my comedy shows and my the, the live music. I always try to give a newbie as long as they are worthy. They have to be good, right? Sure. Somebody that yep. there's a lot of great comedians out there that are just starting out, and I like to put them in front of one of the big guys. So I always have an open an opening spot for a newbie in front of someone like Lenny Clark, and I feel like. It's a good opportunity. Yeah, you got to give them the you, shot. You, you know? got a little platform. Give you want to raise a few right. people up around you if you can. You know, right. so but that's all thing, part of it. That's, same, that's yeah. part of the culture. Yep. At that point. Same thing right. with the bands. I've, I've met this one. I saw this one young lady at an open mic, twelve years old, playing guitar and singing like unbelievable. So I put her on uh, on my, one of my festivals, and she she just stole the show. Wow! Right. But you know, she's just she was so good, and yep. she's so young, and she's just getting started. But she's amazing. Right. So I love I love doing that too. I love finding right. new talent. Right. And if I have the platform to, to give them a little bit of uh, exposure, I do that, and it's a good feeling. Oh, that's great. You know? So do you have anything coming up? Any big plans? Well, I have a few shows coming up in September. They're both fundraisers. One is for the um, Spina Bifida Association of Greater New England. Oh, perfect. And the other one's going to be for the Center of Hope in Southbridge. It's Bad, at the yeah. barn in Sturbridge. And Bad then I have a show in October with Lenny Clark on the 20th uh, for the Menden Lions Club. And after that, I'm going to book a few shows starting in November, and then I usually give December and January off because Christmas, and then... Why not? The holidays. Everybody's sure. broken January, yeah. paying for the Christmas stuff. Right. That's so, true. Right. That's true. And then you resume yeah, again in February, March, you know, and, and then in the summertime, we'll get into the uh, to the festivals and the, and the live music. So. And once right. they get stir-crazy, they want to get out of the house. That's it. You know? that, I so noticed it's that. it's perfect time to get out. Absolutely. They get that cabin fever going, and, yep. and uh, they come right. out in droves, and that's always awesome to see. Well, right. well, we're still waiting for Lenny to get on the show. Okay. Up, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> All right, guys. All right. Hey, I appreciate well, being on the show. Yeah, thank you so much yeah. for having me. Oh, hey, it was a great time. I, I can't wait. Going to be a great day. Thanks for, for being here. And uh, never stop getting it. Booyah. My pleasure. All right. Never stop getting it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Never Stop Getting It podcast. And join the community on Facebook. Never Stop Getting It and Twitter at Never Stop Getting It and of course, NeverStopGettingIt.com